The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. All of you are welcome to today Dhamma Talk. So the, I was invited to do the today Dhamma Talk. Mm. Today I thought to uh, explain again this uh, how Lord Buddha teach us to overcome the wrong view or the to to correct our view to the right view. So this is uh, I am today I will read this uh, Vipalasa Sutta. This is the the. So how to correct the perversions of our uh, perceptions, mind and view. Because we wrongly perceive things based on our past karma or the past training. So they, we perceive things wrongly. Then our mind work the, um, with uh, the perverted way of working our mind. So based on these workings, we see the world in the wrong way. Wrong the, the perver perversions with perversions or distortions. So that's why our in again and this is this is a cyclic process. It is always leads to the greed, hatred and delusion. So it is a natural flow of happening things. So, uh, according to Buddha's teachings, we should correct our perceptions after listening to Dhamma, listening to, to the people who teach things in the right way. So then we start uh, develop the right perceptions. And we develop means we, we start using the right perceptions all the time. So then we perceive things in the right way. Then we, our mind... Uh, have the right uh, feelings, perceptions, then it leads to the seeing the world in the right way. So this Vipalasa Sutta teach in this way. So because all the time I try to tell to this uh, uh, audience from a long time, from 2019, the same thing. Because we, we misunderstand, we, we misperceive. It is a part of our consciousness. So that's why if we correct this this right, the, the, the initial, the, the wrong, wrong feelings, perceptions, variations, then it leads to the right view and then we start seeing things in the right way. Because sometimes people uh, teach or the, we can hear that kind of teachings. When you meditate to deeper stages, then you understand things rightly. But Lord Buddha never say like that. Lord Buddha say you have to practice right perceptions. Then you correct your your mind. Then you 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 see the world in the right way. So that's why we have to correct at the beginning. We correct our per perceptions. So then then you can develop your mind to higher states, and then you see things in the right way. If you don't have the right view at the beginning. Once you develop your mind to the higher states, even though you develop to higher states, you see things in the wrong way. So you are wrong, then, the, then you understand your experiences based on wrong view. So it never leads to the, the 
to the, uh, the emancipation or end of suffering. It leads to the continuation of your existences. It is, it is a natural flow of happening. There is no personality here. So for first you have to establish the right view at the beginning. So this is the way how, that's why the Lord Buddha say in, in many, many suttas, you have to practice the right perceptions at the beginning to correct your, the action of your mind. The way of seeing, the, the mentality should become correct. And then you see the world in the right way. Then the vision becomes correct. So that's why when uh, teaching, Lord Buddha say, Chakkung udapadi, jnanang udapadi, panya udapadi, vijja udapadi, aloko udapadi. First thing is the vision arose, arose within himself. That's what Lord Buddha say at the beginning. The vision arose. And then the knowledge arose within me. And then the wisdom arose within me. And then the, the, the science or the understanding, right understanding arose within me. And then the light arose within me. So, chakkung udapadi, jnanang udapadi, panya udapadi, vijja udapadi, aloko udapadi. First thing is the right vision should arise. So, for how this right vision arise within us, practicing the right perceptions and correcting our mentality. And then we see the world in the right way. So then I will read this sutta then, and then we can discuss furthermore and then you can ask questions. So this is the sutta uh, in... Uh, Anguttara Nikaya 4.49, AN 4.49. This is Ajahn Sujato's translation. So in Pali, Anguttara Nikaya, Chatukka Nipata, Rohitasa Vagga, Vipallasa Sutta. In English, Numbered Discourses 4.49, with Rohitasa, uh, Perversions. Vipallasa, uh, Ajahn Sujato uh, translated as perversions, distortions. Okay. Mendicants, there are these four perversions of perception, mind, and view. What for? Taking impermanence as permanence. By the, according to the, this Pali reading, this uh, once we take impermanence and permanence, it, uh, it there is sanya vipallasa. That is the the the, the uh, perversion of perception. There is a perception, the perversion of mind and perversion of view. All these things, three things come one behind the other. Once we take impermanence as permanence. So, in the same way, taking suffering as happiness. Happiness as suffering. We, we, we have the per perverted uh, perception and then perverted uh, the mind and then the perverted view. So, taking not self as self. Self as not self. 
the both both sides taking ugliness as beauty ugliness means see, unpleasantness as pleasant pleasant as unpleasant so these are the perversions the the good as bad 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 good all these come under the 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 asuba and suba when we tr translate asuba and suba so you can understand this suba we take the pleasant things as unpleasant pleasant unpleasant thing as pleasant or ugliness as beautiful beauty as ugliness so these are the four things we we have the wrong uh, perceptions mind and view so then lord buddha say there are four perversions of perception mind and view imeko bikave chattaro sanya vipalas yes these are the four per per perversions of perception mind and view there uh, there are these four corrections of perception mind and view what for taking impermanence as impermanence taking suffering as suffering taking not self as not self taking ugliness or uh yeah or or unpleasantness as unpleasant or ugliness as ugliness these are four corrections of perception mind and view so that is the correction that is the way how we correct the wrong view to right view perceiving impermanence as impermanence suffering as happiness not self as self and ugliness as beauty sentient beings are ruined by wrong view deranged out of their minds yoked by mara mara yoked by mara's yoke these people find no sanctuary from the yoke sentient beings continue to transmigrate with wrong with ongoing birth and death but when the buddhas arise in the world those beacons reveal this teaching that leads to the stilling of suffering when a wise person hears them they get their mind back seeing impermanence as impermanence suffering as suffering not self as not self and ugliness or unpleasantness as ugliness or unpleasantness taking up right view this is this is the important thing taking up right view it is not you are seeing but you are taking up that is why the sadda is the first thing you should have to take up if you don't have sadda you don't take up you you always try to try to dispute it try to try to uh, explain based on your view the, that is wrong view based on your past karma so taking up right view they have risen above all suffering so that is the way how it works so the, the, according to this sabbam dukkham upagachunti when you take up the right view 
when you are practicing the right view naturally upagachun things is it is go to the, the like the 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 sun in the evening they go to diminish and disappear in the same way all suffering gradually diminish and disappear that is the meaning of upagachunti so anyway the the they have risen above all the suffering that is the ajan sujato's translation so this is the sutta this is a very short sutta but this is how lord buddha explained dhamma to people so we have to understand this this our wrong perceptions arise within us because our past training past habits we haven't seen buddha dhamma sangha and we haven't heard dhamma correctly we haven't practiced correctly that's why we have the wrong perceptions wrong feelings is are in use all the time when we see things naturally these perceptions arise in our i i ear nose tongue body mind consciousness that's why we have to correct it we have to we have to let go things cut off and let go our wrong feelings perceptions and volitions and correct it using the right view take take things as impermanent non self and suffering leads to suffering all these feelings perceptions volitions lead to suffering that's why let go and free our mind we should practice these things in our day to day life so it leads to gradually then we develop the right feelings right perceptions and volitions and that means it leads to let go things we are we are mind inclined to letting go things and free our mind so right feelings uh, right intentions are the the uh, non harming non ill will and non sensual so this sensuality the 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 indulging in sensuality or the thoughts leads to sensuality based on delusion not understanding the 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 realities related to this consciousness because this consciousness always based on delusion avijja pachya sankara sankara pachya vijnana the 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 delusion is the root cause of functioning this 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 uh, sense basis so when we keep in mind this realities related to our uh, consciousness then we are mindful and aware so the things whatever thing arise always have a certain level of uh, the in the foundation the delusion is in in a certain level behind these things so then we are ready to let go things we are ready to release things but we when we live as a human in our day to day life we have to use our eye and nose tongue body and mind it is a part of the life it is a part of the system so that's why we have to be mindfully handle our feelings perceptions and volitions and cut off all unnecessary stuff use whatever thing useful for the present moment these things have no big value which which is lasting forever these are just for use for the for the present moment usage cut off all unskillful stuff which are leads to the which are come with the uh, greed hatred or the or the uh, harming thoughts ill will and sensuality cut off as much as you can and use for your day to day living and free your mind when you have the chance just cut off and release your mind from 
all these uh, forms, feelings, perceptions, and volitions come through these five senses and come to your mind and release your mind from these things and develop your mind to the higher states. Release from the five sense world and bring your mind to the higher states of mind. That means the non-sensual world. That is the, the, the fine material realms. That is the, the last factors of noble eightfold path. Develop those last three factors. In your day-to-day -day life, practice the first five factors of the noble eightfold path. So then you can release your mind from greed and hatred and practice the, the metta, the, the, the loving kindness towards all living beings, including you, your body and mind. Because your body and mind always based on the delusion. It is a part of the product of delusion. So that's why it always have the feelings. When you see things, you, you have the pleasant feelings and unpleasant feelings. You, you, when you see sights, sounds, smells, tastes, touches, make the, these uh, feelings automatically, these uh, pleasant feelings and unpleasant feelings. And you have perceptions related to your sights, sounds, smells, tastes, and touches. It is a part of the system. But all these things are impermanent. These are not fixed. These things change when the causes and conditions are changing. It is naturally changing. It is, these are not under your control. These feelings, perceptions, volitions are not under your control. That's why Lord Buddha said, non, not self. Non-self. These are not self. There is no fixed self here. When the causes and conditions change, you, these feelings, and perce feelings, perceptions, volitions automatically change to different states. It is a part of the natu the, 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 this natural process. These are not under your control. So that's why Lord Buddha say not self. Because each and every moment, these feelings, perceptions, volitions arise based on causes and conditions at that moment. When the moment change, these things are, can change to different states. These are not under our control. Uncertainty is a part of the system. Un uncertainty is a fundamental to all, all the mentality and materiality. So we have to keep in mind. We, are, we don't have exceptions. So that's why all these forms, feelings, perceptions are impermanent, therefore it leads to suffering. Once you clinging, cling to these things, want to crave to these things, it leads to suffering. If you don't have craving, it never leads to suffering. You can just let go and free your mind. When you crave, when you cling onto these things, it leads to suffering because these are impermanent stuff. Why we cling, cling on these things? We don't take things as impermanent. We don't take things as the not-self. These are not under I, me, myself control. If we take these things as these are not under I, me, myself control, so then we know these things can change. We are not strongly cling on these things. We, we are ready to let go. We are ready to cut off and let go. We are ready to accept whatever thing come next. We get ready because we accept these are, re these are realities. These are impermanent. These are not self. And this clinging of, on these things leads to suffering. This is a simple thing. So we have to practice. Because we naturally, we, we take the other side. 
we cling on these things because we take things as impermanent. We, we don't think these things are permanent. But our consciousness always based on that perception. We are not thinking these things are permanent, these things are good, nice. It automatically arise within us. It is embedded to the system. It is a part of the system. It is like a, it is a part of the BIOS of the computer. <laughs> it is the way how we interpret the, the things. It is a part of the system. We have to understand it is a part of our system. So that's why we have to correct by mind. That's why we have to develop the right perceptions and practice these right perceptions. Then our, we can correct our mind. It is automatically correct our mind. And then we see the world in a different perception, with different way. Our view become correct. So we have to practice these things. So that's why this sutta, Lord Buddha say, samadhiti samadhana. You have to, we, 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 we observe precepts, but we don't observe the samadhiti. But in this sutta, also clearly Lord Buddha say, you have to practice the right view. That's why right view come at the beginning of the path. It is the first factor of the path. So we have to learn it and practice it. So if you have any questions, you can ask now. Hmm? People are impressed. <laughs> <laughs> thinking already. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Bhante, for the talk. And um, so, um, my question is about right view. So, um, so, um, so we know know the you know uh, the sutta talks about the right view how to how to get the right view, but if you are deluded, if you are deluded, and if you don't un know that you don't have the right view, how do you see that? How? Uh, so that's that's I think is the difficulty of uh, the human condition, right? Yeah. Because you don't really know that you don't have the right view, you know. So you think your view is the right view. So, according to Buddha's teachings, a person get right view. It is, it is a momentary thing. When you listen to Dhamma, that is, according to Buddha's terms, Aryanandasavi, Sapurisanandasavi, is you have seen and encountered a person who is teaching Dhamma correctly. But if you don't have faith, confidence regarding that person, you don't get anything. Lord Buddha say people miss. Even though they listen to the right thing, they have doubts. They, they, don't, they don't have faith to understand. That's why in some suttas, Lord Buddha lengthily explained, even though you see a, even though see a person who is telling the right thing, but you don't trust him. You don't have a, a confidence on him. So you just neglect whatever thing he is saying. If you have 
little bit faith and confidence regarding the person who is telling these things, then you pay attention. You give your, your lend your eye to hear what this guy is telling. So then you examine whether this is true or false within yourself. And then you start seeing the truth. Then the, your faith and confidence develop within yourself. So then you go deeper understand. You again and again, you ask questions and try to understand what this, the, what this Dhamma, what, is, what this guy is telling. That is how you come to the thing. Then you understand you have something wrong. Why, we, why suffering arise? According to this explanation, we can understand why suffering arise. And you, then you directly experience by removing the causes to suffering within yourself. And do you directly experience the release from suffering within you? Then you develop the, the, the higher level faith and confidence regarding the teaching. You know, so it, it, it should happen within yourself by within investigating within yourself. But you have to listen first and take, under, try to understand this teaching and practice within yourself because the laboratory within you, people can teach science, but if you don't go to the laboratory and test things, you don't, you don't know whether this is true or false. So that's why this Dhamma you can see within yourself. That's why Lord Buddha say, Ehipasiko openaiko pachatang veditabo vinyui. Lord Buddha say, you can invite people and just see. Because it can see within yourself. It is not very complicated. This is not rocket science. The, the laboratory within yourself. So that's why you can investigate within yourself and see. But the only thing, you should have a little bit faith and confidence regarding the person who is telling these things. If you don't have, you have a lot of doubts. If you know many other things, even the Buddha's time, People who follow the other teachers, they have a lot of understanding theories based regarding this body and mind. So when they go to Buddha and listen to Buddha, they don't have faith. They say, ah, oh, this guy is telling something foolish. Ah, oh, this is wrong. Even the, the, the Nigantanatha Putta say, when the Upali Gahapati went to Nigantanatha Putta, and Nigantanatha Putta asked, so you, do you believe that this flow of this mentality, can you stop? If you can stop this flow of mind, then you will be able to, to stop the Ganges River by putting your hand across the river. Is it possible? It is impossible. The Lord Buddha is telling all these things. Are you believe these things? He asked the, the, the Upali Gahapati. Upali Gahapati told, no, no, I don't believe what he says. But he still, after that, because I am practicing it, that's why I know, yes, it can stop. <laughs> By practicing the right, right view and right practices, you can stop the asavas in your mind. You can stop the inflows, this, the karma asava. You can stop the inflows, the outflows of, of your mind can stop. By developing your mind to the jhana levels, then you can totally, you can stop this, the five sensual world the thinking or the, the mentalities. Totally 
uh, extinguish the sensual world uh, mentality, when you develop your mind to the jhana levels, the, the rupavachara, the fine material realms. So he said, yes, I, I have practiced. That's why I know very well. <laughs> so what Lord Buddha says is true. <laughs> it is not just believing what Lord Buddha says, but he practiced the path and understand. Even the Buddha said, how many people just believe uh, the, what Nikantanatha Buddha told? Actually, according to the Indian history, the, the, even the, after Buddha passing away, how many emperors were giants? Even the king, uh, the, 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 the second emperor in India, in the, according to the history, the king Asoka, he was a giant. He was converted by the Negro, the Samane, later. Before the, the, his grandfather, uh, he, he was the first emperor. He also a giant. Many, many generations of kings were giants after Buddha. <laughs> so you, you have to understand, if the king believed one religion, majority of the population in India believe the, the same religion. It is a part of the system. So we have to understand, Buddha, what Buddha's words, who, who believe? Only few people believe. So if you don't have faith, you don't get what Lord Buddha teach you. Okay, ask. So there is another question is coming. Uh, thank you, Bhante, very much. I guess um, you did make the point, and it sort of does stand out really, that we need to be able to live the path um, and manage our perceptions in, in our, obviously, our daily lives, which are fairly complicated with lots of you know, mundane matters. But but you seem to be suggesting that that is um, at least as important as meditation because the meditation, if it isn't soundly based, is misleading. Is That, that would be, um, in a nutshell, uh, the reality of it, that, that, it, that it's our everyday moment-to-moment -moment living as much as we can. Uh, and seeing the truth, that's, that's the most important. Thank you. Yeah, actually, the, the meditation, in whatever level, even without the, the right view, it is not bad because it is calming your mind, stilling your mind. You are, because the, when your mind gets stilled, you can understand things in a better way. But... It is important, if, if you don't have the faith regarding these basic teachings, the right view, because I have seen many times, even the people develop their minds to the higher states, they don't have faith to the right view. So they, they, they have different views. It is okay, because they are strengthening their view. If you have the faith towards the person, this basic 
uh, teachings, then it leads to the emancipation. It leads to the to totally ending of suffering. Otherwise, it will not end the suffering. It is just a pause or the, the, the suppress the suffering for temporarily. So then you can go to a different state of existences and exist for a long time. But it never ends the craving to the existence. So that's why it leads to the samsara. And it leads to, to arise suffering again and again in future. It is temporary suppression. So that's why... So if you develop the right view at the beginning, it leads to the seeing things in the right way. So whatever experience you get by practicing the mind to the higher states, or the, the, to develop your mind to the beyond this human world, to the, the other realms, you see things in the right way because you practice the right view at the beginning. So that's why it is important. But even a person who practices this, uh, this uh, meditation to higher states, they also, have, if they, once they have the faith to these basic teachings, then they understand things quickly because they have the higher level experiences and they attain Nibbana very quickly because they have, they have already developed their mind to the higher states. But the important thing is the right view. So right view should come to, to understand the things in the right way. Can, yeah, can we, go to, can we just go to an online question before we, just to be fair to our online audience? Uh, Ajahn, there's, there's a question here around um, how to practice Kanti. I had to look this one up because I wasn't familiar with this Pali term. Which yeah, Kanti, patience. And there's, there's also a subsequent question is how to establish patience as well. So if you can yeah. answer those. Yeah, yeah. It is, it, that is a good question because the Kanti is an important part we have to practice. So we can, Kanti is the, the peace of mind, letting go, the patience. The, these things, uh, uh, we can practice if you value these things or if you live with peace, people who practice this peace of mind and calm and quiet persons, if you live with them, you can quickly get these things. But if you develop the right view, it is also leads to the peace of mind. You know, the, that is the important part because why our mind has no peace? The reason is craving, wanting. So that's why we don't have patience. Because that is our practice. Patience, you have to practice. The, this, this practice should based on the right foundation, right view. So then you can let go things and make your mind still. So the, these intentions arising in our mind make, make us impatient. So if we train our mind to cut off and let go and free our mind and let it calm and quiet, so it is a good training to be patient. So that's why meditation in, in, the, in this, the, the, the present day, many people teach patient, the, the meditation. These meditation practices are helpful to calm your mind and wait still and watch, just watch your mind and develop the patience. But these things go to deeper states. If you have the right view, if you practice the right view, you can quickly let go things and free your mind. Then patience automatically come to you. You know things come and go, no need to worry. Whatever thing we, we get, 
may change and so we 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 have patience to see to to experience anything let the things be we we don't struggle we don't fight so that the patience is in other words we can explain if you practice the right view lord would say so you are not to to shaken by the four worldly wings <laughs> when you practicing the right view you you don't worry about things because things come and go you know these are impermanent stuff these are not under i mean myself control any craving leads to suffering any wanting leads to suffering you just let the things be let the things fade away and disappear let the things be first you don't worry so that is patience that comes from the right view that is something deep for for the common people but training what i told at the beginning if you live with the people who have patience you you get it as a training so then you patience but your mind is sometimes not patience but your verbal actions and bodily actions shows you are you are patient you don't don't react but sometimes your mind is not not like that <laughs> mind is impatient <laughs> but you were trained to be patient to behave as a patient person but it is not the really patience is there <laughs> you are not calm and quiet within yourself that's why the right view make your body and mind both calm and quiet still <laughs> uh when listen to dhamma talk or observing something and uh, practicing mindfulness if possible most of the time you don't <clears throat> what operates is uh, the habits and behavior patterns you have developed over many times of uh, uh, many many times you have born previously i think uh, to get the best benefit out of uh, any situation listening to a dhamma talk or self reflecting Uh, you have to have an empty mind open mind freed from all perceptions all beliefs all ideas so that can happen only if you practice uh, letting go let go of let go let go don't hold on to anything keep on releasing releasing it's easy to do that when you realize that there is no self there to hang on to anything so i think the most important thing is um, as you said in the sutra we we taking things on the basis there is a permanent self uh, everything is impermanent everything is um, uh, everything is uh, good not uh, unhappy so as buddha says that uh, if you practice that way you do not have the problem of accumulating these wrong things and then uh, you can hear the dhamma properly you can understand yourself properly then you can go forward properly and you don't accumulate anything wrong from that point onwards so my point is it is the emptying the mind and not hanging to any ideas and thoughts you had before to get the best benefit out of listening to a dhamma talk with confidence yeah 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 this is the, the i i will add a little bit more so this emptying mind 
is actually uh, is a, is a is a temporary thing. When you are living in in this in this human world, emptying mind is you can do it at one moment or one time, but you should understand this is a natural process it is flowing inside when you contact objects the thoughts come feelings perceptions come when you live as a human <laughs> you can't live without contact using this eye nose tongue body only you are attaining jhana levels you can free empty your mind when you when you go to those higher states of mind mind so your body stop your mind go to the higher states then you can achieve the empty otherwise when you are living in your day to day life all the times these inputs come from through your eye ear nose tongue body and mind even though you sit for meditation your body stop but your your thoughts come to your mind so then you have to let go the, this mentality so that's why we have to understand this is a natural process these are not under i me myself control so we have to accept things as it is and use the skillful means when you are living in your day to day life but you should understand suffering is always associated with existence when you live as a human sooner or later suffering come to you <laughs> so that's why you should know how to cut off and let go when suffering come because suffering always associated with craving so when suffering arise you should have to examine and cut off the craving of release your mind from the object and bring your mind mind to the stillness <laughs> you know suffering is a part of the system so then you don't worry you are not shaken by whatever thing you experience you just you know how to release your mind so that is the that is the training that is the thing you have to understand so then you know how to bring your mind to the stillness so this knowledge this wisdom is important because when you practice this wisdom start arising within you you know how to release from suffering why suffering arise because the craving come with the objects craving arise within us with the objects this this craving based on delusion taking objects as permanent and self it is under my my experience these feelings are my feelings these perceptions are my perceptions these volitions are my volitions no all these things arise based on causes and conditions at that moment when the moment change these things change these are not i me myself so if we take these things we can quickly cut off and free your mind so that's it. that is the important thing we have to keep in mind so then the emptying mind is the the higher thing so it is the way how you can release from suffering Okay, then go to the next question. Yeah, Chan, we've got another online question here. Is um, can you please give an example of right view from a Buddhist philosophical perspective? A philosophical perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Could you give an example of right view from a Buddhist philosophy perspective? Huh? Explain right view. Yeah, the, no, no, no. I, I, I will give you the, the, because the different people ask different levels. That's it. That's the way they see things. So, because uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> 
some some of these things doesn't come at once to my mind so so how do we explain that kind of question so this uh, okay okay practically yeah the practically so the right view the practical use of the right view okay i will tell like this that dep- depends on different experiences sometimes if, if you experience a bad thing so someone uh come and scold when, when you are working in your office you are superior or the person who in charge of you so he will to 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 tell you something little bit harshly so if you your feelings perceptions arise they, then sometimes they, they, his uh, way of behaving is not reasonable according to you so then you are get little bit upset so if i am telling an example but you should understand if you have the right view you know this this the 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 way of your the other person's behavior based on the causes and conditions at this present moment his mind runs based on the his past karma and past karma is not a one thing the present moment his mentality supported by the recent karma or the past karma or the the whatever object he is contact now create this feelings perceptions and volitions because those volitions he has this verbal actions so we should have that background understanding if you if you practice the right view you know this person act in this way based on the present moment causes and conditions and even the 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 feelings perceptions perceptions arise within me also based on the present moment the karma based on my mind so if we have this background understanding we are ready to let go things we are we we are we we always have the non harming non ill will and non sensuality that means your mind is calm you are you are kind to the yourself your ears because your ears bring all these unhappy thoughts to your mind so the, you you are kind to the other person also because he he act based on causes and conditions and this moment next moment he will be become a different person so then you are ready to to help him if if he is something if if his uh, anger or unhappiness based on wrong facts so we can correct these things or sometimes he is very angry so we we should not tell anything until he get calm down so we if we if you are not agitated by the 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 other person's actions if if you are practicing right view then you you your mind get calm and still so then you can react you can have the right reactions in proper actions according to the situation so these things come but in the, i i think he asked the philosophical point that means he as a the way of uh, the, the the seeing in the base so this this meaning of this thing is this philosophical point this ienostang body is a natural phenomena it is not under anyone control it arises based on causes and conditions in each and every moment the past karma 
is also a one uh, condition which support to the present moment so that's why when this ieno stung body mind works it works based on causes and conditions and produce forms feelings perceptions and volitions forms means it, so the the mentality how how you take external forms within yourself and then create this uh, feelings perceptions and volitions it is a part of the mental process so we if you uh, the understand this is a natural process it arises based on causes and conditions these causes and conditions are uncertain there's a there's a the 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 the, the base the, uh, the conditions are based on causes so these conditions create the 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 present moment feelings and perceptions so the causes behind these conditions are some are based on the 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 different different other processes not only the the process related to your senses but the external the 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 conditions arise based on the different processes so that's why uh, if we understand this is all the natural phenomena so within ourselves also have the natural phenomena if we have that right understanding we can let go things we are ready to let go things we train ourselves to let go things and free our mind so that's why when we are dealing with because when we have this uh, the, this uh, six sense bases uh, these feelings perceptions volitions naturally arise this is one but if we have the mind have the wisdom regarding this system so it is it is always ready to let go things and free our mind and act wisely not falling into unskillful uh, mentality that means the greed hatred based mentality because there is non delusion that's why like right view create the right practicing right view create the wisdom which which uh, uh, practicing the non non delusion you are not deluded by your your feelings perceptions and volitions you can let go things and free your mind Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let go and free your mentality, feelings, perceptions. Yes, the correct. Sometimes my English not good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just speaking. Yeah, my English. Yeah, not hello. Um, thank you so much, Mante, for your Dharma talk. In terms of the right views, they are really important for our practice in daily life. However, I I wonder how should we practice those right views that always come with us on the time, because from my experience, sometimes I can remember and let unpleasant things go go away, but sometimes we cannot remember the right views at all. We sometimes feel a little bit unpleasant, and then the right views comes again and remind me to let things go. So. What, how should we practice to develop the right views that always come inside us in our mind on the time? Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Lord Buddha say the repeated practicing is the important thing. You see everything. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, excuse me. Is it is it a good way to remind us about the right views on the time? Because yeah. if it's a way, it may interrupt our daily activities. Yes, yes, yeah. In in our daily activities, we should have that understanding in back of our mind. All these things come and go. These are impermanent. Be kind. But in your day-to-day -day activities, you have to do things according to the the the, the convention or the, the the norms and the, the things in where you live. So, so you have to you have to keep in mind these things can change. You know, the, the, I I say in, in sometimes as a, as a, an example. Now. People get the, 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 the training to be a doctor, so they, they, they learn pharmacology and they give the, after they start practicing, they give medicine to people. But after some time, the government banned those medicine and they, go, they can't give again these things. But previously they have given these things. So our feelings, perceptions, values change. So if we keep in mind all the time, Whatever thing we choose now, or whatever decision we take now, may change in future. And whatever thing tell other people to us also can change. Whatever people, how we, how they appreciate our actions, may change time to time. Today they praise you. Today, tomorrow they blame you. So these things are impermanent stuff. So that's why it is a part of the system. So that's why if we keep hopes on these things, oh, they should praise me, I should act according to these things. But one day you get frustrated because even though you expect praise from them, they start blaming. Find out some minor fault. You have done a lot of good things. They find out a small fault and start blaming you. It is a part of the system. How they feel, how they understand. These minds work based on causes and conditions and each and every moment. So that's why when you practicing the right view, your hopes get diminished. You have the minimal level of hopes. You don't, you don't believe or you don't expect things related to five sense world. You just let go. You, you train your mind to free from five sense world and develop your mind to the higher states. Let go of the five sense world. That is called nekam. That is avihinsa avyapad nekam. This is the second factor of noble eightfold path. Uh, non-harming thoughts, non-ill-will non thoughts, and non-sensuality. You practice non-sensuality, letting go of the sensuality. Because this sensual world leads to suffering. Because you crave to things which are impermanent. You want things, you enjoy things which, which are impermanent. After some time, these things change to different things. Yeah. 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 That is a part of the system. You should not blame to yourself. It is a part of this. It's the only thing you can remember these things when you are practicing again and again and again. And you, uh, when when you use this knowledge, you can release your mind from suffering. Then you develop the faith and confidence regarding this practice. So then it will strengthen the practice, gradually develop in your heart. Because you have faith and confidence to this right view and right thought, this right way of interacting things. <laughs> it is, it grow within you gradually. So that's why Lord Buddha say in some suttas, 
for example, I don't know, you, do you know the jack trees? The, this is just an example. Some, if you want, a, okay, we say the almond tree. If you, if you like to eat almond, so you, you want to grow an almond tree in your, your garden. So are you go to somewhere in a, in a botanical garden or bring a huge one almond tree to your home and plant? No, you just bring a one almond seed and plant in your garden. Then it start growing gradually. You have, to, you have to look after it. You have to treat it. If you neglect it, it will sometimes die at the beginning. If you treat it properly, if you, if you pour water and look after it from the insects and all these things, it will grow gradually and it will become a huge tree and start giving almond. <laughs> In the same way, so you have, to, you have to practice the right thing from the beginning. Then it will grow within yourself. And you see the world in a different way. That's why, that, that is what I, I, I told at the beginning. Lord Buddha say, Chakkung udapadi, jnanang udapadi, panya udapadi, vidya udapadi, alo. First, you develop the right view. Then, when you have the right view, then you, you, you gather the new knowledge regarding the world. Because you see the world in a different way. So then you have the different knowledge. This knowledge leads to different way of react, acting with the world. That means you develop your mind to let go everything and free your mind from the five sense world and you develop your mind to the jhana realms. Once you develop to those states, panya udapadi, then you have the, the wisdom how, to, how to, to extinguish the five sense world suffering. That is panya udapadi. When you go develop to those states, then you can fully understand this, how suffering arises, what is the root causes of suffering. That is the underlying uh, craving to the existence, experience the world in whatever level. So that is the underlying problem. So then you see the, the, this underlying uh, the delusion and then you get, get rid of and then go to the higher states, the, the total extinguishment. Then there is no darkness or there is no delusion anymore. Okay. Yeah, only question. Uh, any question? Question. Uh, uh, hello. Oh. Oh, you press this the Buddha's teaching. And Buddha teach us to keep our five precepts. And I feel blessed that I practice this. And I feel the benefits. I think that is my faith. So it comes, I think it comes back to our own faith, in our own practice. Yeah, that's all I yeah. want to that's say. That's good. Yeah, if you practice precepts, the benefits of practicing precepts is, is evident in your life. If you see in the right way, that means you see the benefits. But sometimes people get frustrated with uh, precepts. <laughs> 
<laughs> because they have a lot of craving regarding other sensual experiences and all these things. <laughs> that depends on which kind of people you are living. Because sometimes people observe the, the five precepts and they, they go and live with the people who take a little bit liquor in the evening. So they say, what, what, are you enjoying your life? Oh, this is, just take a little bit. One shot is okay, no problem. It did not make you any, any difference. So you just gradually fall into this. That's why it is good. You have to live with the good people, then you will enjoy. Otherwise, your values can change. That's, a, that's why the, we always, the right view is important to get the right foundation. Sometimes it is difficult for all people. Even the Buddha's time, people come and ask, Bhante, don't tell this deep Dhamma, just tell something simple for us. We are lay people. <laughs> Even the Buddha's time, people ask from Buddha. It is okay. It is okay. That is the world. That is how the world works. <laughs> Finish? Okay. Then we huh? pay respect to Buddha Dhamma Sangha.